purpose, adventure, success. That's what a man's life should be. But as you traveled the road you thought led to a brighter future, the adventure you were seeking melted into a dull gray blur you just want to escape. You wish you could talk to someone, but wouldn't that be admitting defeat? Or is this longing for brotherhood hardwired into us? This is how each of us felt. We got honest about our need to connect, so we started getting together, opened the Bible, and found authentic answers. Welcome to the Real Men in the Real World podcast, sponsored by Ministry to Men of St. Charles County and hosted by Brian Bradensteiner. Welcome to another episode of Real Men in a Real World. Today, we're mixing it up a little bit. We have normally been talking with men, particularly. Today, we have a young lady who is actually going to be on the show with us. And I get to look, as I said, in a mirror almost. She, as she will say here in a little bit, we kind of look alike. I've known her since she's been a baby little girl. Uh, I've known her for many, many years. Um, you know, you're going to put me on the spot on how old you are. Uh, you're in your 20s. Um, beyond that, this young lady is very, very special to me. She has a heart of gold. She loves Jesus. She's in the marketing realm of the world and is an SEO strategist, which for the younger generation, you get it with having that search engine optimization. She strategizes on all of that. And who am I talking about? I am talking about my daughter, Miss Paige Getterman. Paige, how you doing, honey? Hello, I'm so good. What an introduction. You know, I just kind of go with the flow, and it's easy when you get to know this young lady and see her grow up all these years and be so proud of the young woman that you are. And I just love to be able to sit back, Paige, and see where you've been, where you're going, and where uh, the Lord has in store for you in the future. Um, and you have a heart of gold with being able to go out and have your quiet time and all of that fun stuff with the Lord. And you love Jesus. That is true. I have a sweatshirt actually that says it on the front and on the back. And I've gotten comments about it too, wearing really? it in public. Yep. Like going to the grocery store, wearing it in public? Yep. Literally, it was at the grocery store. No way. Yeah. I was waiting in line at Schnucks. Yeah. You know how they announce the open lane. Yeah. Somebody behind me, probably, I don't know, in his 40s, I want to say. was Young like, guy. Yeah, a very young guy, because apparently 25 years is a lot of years. 25 is, and because I knew you, you were said, 25. You said, <laughs> I've known her for a lot of years. You call me old? <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> we'll rewind that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I was in the line at Schnucks and the guy tapped me on the shoulder and he goes, you know, it's not every day you see somebody in, you know, their 20s wearing something that has to do with Jesus out mm. in public. And I was like, you know, I love it. I have so many little pieces of apparel like that. Shout out to my hubs for buying all those for me. Yeah, that a boy, <laughs> Austin, gotta <laughs> love it, gotta love it. You know it. So you're not shy about sharing your faith as mm -hmm. a young professional you just said your age and being a guy <laughs> we don't ask ladies what their age is but you were Smart. born in 1997 i'm not going to ask your age i know what it is what does it look like to love jesus being a young professional that's a great question mm. i think that the biggest thing that i've learned at least is that i always thought growing up to share the gospel in your workplace 
meant being in the ministry, employed Mm. by a church, employed by, for instance, my internship was actually with a faith-based organization that does all of the marketing and stuff for churches. I thought that's what it meant Mm. to be in ministry. Mm -hmm. That's not true. That's not the case. Because if you have Jesus in your heart Mm. and you live your life, whether that be in, you know, a church or in my case, not a church, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're doing ministry everywhere you go by leading by example. Leading by example. Now you're in the marketing realm, the SEO strategist, all that good stuff. You are a minister cleverly disguised as an SEO strategist. Tell me about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, The more that you spend time in his presence, the more he works within you and you start to live more of a Christ-like life. And that's what I'm really trying to do by loving others well, letting, you know, emotions go to the wayside (laughs) and just really loving others and living, you know, the way that he did Mm. in the workplace. And, you know, as Christians, we're called to be set apart. And, you know, I think that in the workplace, you're called to, as a Christian, be set apart, not let all of the petty little drama get to you or spread types of gossip around the workplace. You're just doing there to glorify God. Mm. You're being there, working your hardest and doing everything for him. Now, wait a minute. You're 25 years old and you have this wisdom of wanting to do that. What what changed in your life as a young lady to say, you know what, I am going to represent Jesus? Well, I mean, you already know that I grew up in a faith-filled home, in a Christian home, and that's incredible. I always thought growing up that religion was more of a moral obligation, rules you have to follow, things you have to do. But actually, when I got to college, which is a time that a lot of people kind of fall away from the faith, they Mm. don't, you know, They're free to live their life. They don't want to be underneath the realm of religion, basically. Um, That's actually when I found out that, you know, believing in God is different than knowing God. Hmm. What do you mean? You can believe in God, know that he exists. Mm -hmm. For instance, I'm pretty sure it's in 1 Peter, (laughs) that the um, even the demons know that God Hmm. exists. They are well aware that he is all-powerful, omniscient, you know, all of the things. Mm -hmm. That's not enough to be, you know, a full-on Christian. I think, you know, obviously you have to spend time with God, know him deeply and Mm -hmm. intimately, and that's the difference. But wait a minute. Being young, having a job, having a home, having a husband. And a dog. And a dog. (laughs) Shout out to Honey. She's awesome. Somewhere in the future, Lord willing, children, how do you have time to be able to do that Mm. relationship with Christ and then be able to develop the deepness that you're talking about to be able to share with others? Well, it's a discipline. Mm. Just like, you know, you prioritize certain things. You know, I like I think a lot of people prioritize exercise, for instance, Mm -hmm. in my generation. I think that's awesome. That is very obviously important. It's the same with your quiet time. You have to be disciplined. And the more you do it, the more of a habit it becomes. Um, I've learned I actually work from home. Shout out to remote work. I love it. Um, (laughs) Hashtag remote work. (laughs) You know it. Getting remote. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a discipline. So um, I've set aside time in the morning before my day starts mm. to just dive into the word. Right now, I am reading through First Peter, and I will start with a little bit of prayer, and then I go into the actual word. Then I I follow a lot of different um, Christian influencers, I guess you can say, just well-known. Lisa Turkhurst is one of them, mm -hmm. Jenny Allen, Sadie Robertson. They have a lot of resources on their websites, too. Mm -hmm. And so I will go through all of those and see what's new and how you know, the Bible applies to certain things in my life. And, you know, the more that I've done it over time, the easier it has become. And the more I look forward to every morning, I wake up at 645 and I <laughs> head straight to the coffee maker first, of course. Yes. And then snuggle honey and dive into the word. Paige, give me a little bit more sitting here with Paige Getterman, my daughter, tell me a little bit more about the advice that you would have for the next generation with getting connected. It, it couldn't have been easy to all of a sudden say, hey, I'm going to get up at 645 and I want to sit down and, and have my time with the Lord. So many things can get in the way, right? 100%. The computer, for one. You open it up, oh boy, you get you get sucked into it. As a young lady... What advice would you give somebody your age that says, hey, wh where do you even begin? Oh, my gosh. I always struggled with that, too. Yeah? I think the really best place to start is to start with Jesus' life, hmm. starting in John, for instance. So just opening the Bible Just up. start reading and taking notes on um, particular verses that stand out to you, what that means, you know, applying it to your life. Hmm. and really meditating on what it's saying and mm. how it influences your life. And I personally have a study Bible. Mm. You got me that. Mm -hmm. I do you. remember that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gift you do remember. <laughs> it's got your name on it. Yes, indeed. But yeah, that provides more context too. Mm -hmm. And honestly, the biggest, best piece of advice is just to start. Mm. It's not. It's not a perfect thing and it looks different for everyone. As iron sharpens iron, we strive at Ministry to Men to sharpen each other to become better men for our families, our jobs, and in our spheres of influence. We learned you don't need to live with the feeling you're only treading water. God designed you for more than earning a paycheck and getting stuff done. He gave you a dream, a purpose, and a legacy to leave behind. We're on the adventure with the living Christ, growing into healthier, more honest, and more successful men. To learn more about Ministry to Men of St. Charles County, go to ministrytomen.net. Ministrytomen.net. Real men in the real world. Now, you mentioned some other people in your life as well with the podcast. So you're learning from different podcasts. And you and I, we share different podcasts back and forth. If we see Craig Rochelle on a love podcast at Ditto. Shout uh, out, Craig. If you're listening, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> amen. We'll share those back and forth. Same way with Sadie Robertson. Mm -hmm. They they do a lot of podcasts back and forth as well, but you share those with your dad of all people. Is <laughs> that weird or not? I don't think it's yeah, weird. Yeah, I don't think it is no. either. Tell me a little bit more um, being influenced by other people who are walking uh, the walk, talking the talk, um, sometimes sharing the Bible and at times using words. So living by example, as a young lady who's newly married, few years under the belt, 
what is it that you look for in a young man from the Christian aspect of a biblical and a godly husband? Mm, That's a really good question. Well, I've already given him a shout out, but I'm going to shout him out again. Love you. Hello. (laughs) Um, His name is Austin, is my husband. He goes by Buster. I use the two interchangeably for anybody that was wondering. I would say one of the biggest things that I think has made our marriage and relationship the past five years now, which is crazy to think about, Mm. um, has been communication. That has been huge. Just being able to say what's on our mind as it's on our mind and not let things, you know, build up within you and lash out. You know, that's kept us from some serious conflict in our relationship. And it's not like if you knew either of us, we would be screaming. (laughs) I don't think either of us are loud enough people to do that. But we don't let ourselves get to that point. Mm -hmm. We just talk it through. And if, you know. We have conflict. That's fine. That's normal. It's, you know, what you do with the feelings that you have Mm. and, you know, taking more of a uh, peaceful approach to conflict resolution. Absolutely. Now, was that an expectation you had when you were first going into marriage, being married two years now? Is that is that an expectation or was that something that was developed as you learn to grow closer to each other as you grow closer to God? I would say it was definitely something that happened over time. Hmm. Um, we're both like, okay, I obviously am in the marketing realm. My major's literally called communication studies. So I was already just, you know, into the whole like theory behind it and the importance of it and you know, it's just played out in our relationship. And so it has developed over time, but I did expect it to continue. Mm -hmm. So the advice that you would give young lady professionals who are awesome in their field, what is the advice you would give somebody to say, you know, I want a Christian marriage. I want a Christian spouse and I don't want to throw away relationship. I want something that's going to last until eternity and Mm -hmm. beyond. What, What what advice would you give? Well, I would look for somebody that loves you for who you are, Hmm. your preferred way of being loved. Because I will say that for so many years, I think you probably know what I'm talking about. I like changed who I was Hmm. to fit this mold of what this person would want in somebody mm-hmm. in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. Yeah. Because obviously that's not who I am. That's not who God created me to be. So by being yourself and finding somebody that's going to love you for who you are, weirdness and all, mm-hmm. I am a very weird person. And Austin Buster just takes it and runs with it. <laughs> Goes, okay. <laughs> weird is relative. You're in right. In case you're wondering it on is. that. But <laughs> That, that's really cool that you see that from that aspect of, you know, it's it's about putting the other person first, right? Yes. Serving them out of love. It's not putting them on a pedestal. That's not no. what I'm hearing you saying. It's I take the triangle and I turn it upside down and I serve those as he would serve you just the same. Yep, pretty much. And again, it just goes back to living a Christ-like life. Mm. And, you know, the way that 
I want to be loved is different now than it was when we were first together. Sure. So it's, you know, growing together, serving each other. And in the end, as we grow closer together, we grow closer to God. Hmm. What does it look like, Paige, um, of bringing young people together, young people that I say uh, somewhere 20s to 40s? What does it look like to you? What would you guys do to try and introduce Jesus to others? Mm, that's a good question, too. You know, I would first start by wearing my Jesus apparel. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag apparel. Hashtag I think Jesus. that would spark some conversations for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I think the biggest thing with our generation is they don't want to be told what to believe. Oh. They don't want to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. We are very individualistic, wanting our own thing. So the first thing I would say would be to get to know them. Mm start a relationship with them, really get to know them and their story. And a big thing that I have heard and kind of witnessed is asking, do you have a faith? Mm. That's not asking, do you believe in God Mm. and judging based on their response? It's just, do you have a faith? If so, let's talk about it. If not, let's talk about it. Oh, that's cool. And not try to influence them in any way, just sharing what you know by your personal experience. Yeah, seek first to understand and then Uh to be understood, right? 100%. Oh, man, that is really cool. That is really, really cool. I love that. So, Paige, we have um, a little fun here with a project that you and I have been working on, one of which is taking tickets to sporting events or uh, movie theaters or the things that become or can become idols in our life, Mm -hmm. and then using those tickets and making a collage of, as you said it, tickets to heaven and using those pictures and building the collage to look like Jesus. Tell me more about that. And what is that what does that look like to you? Is that cool? Is it not? Is it just something, (laughs) oh dad needs something to do or what, what what do you think? Well, obviously, my initial thoughts were, why is he asking me for my Morgan Wallen tickets? (laughs) But um, when you explained what it was going to be, I thought that that was super cool, Mm. super duper cool. Mm. And I've always thought that murals of Jesus were incredible, like Mm -hmm. the one you had in your office. I don't Mm -hmm. know where it is now. Still there in that same office. (laughs) Is it really? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You have to go get that. Yeah. Yeah, That's yours. But no, I think the whole idea behind it that, you know, you're basically laying him at his feet, Mm. the idols that you can possibly, you know, latch on to, you're just giving it to him saying, this is me confessing that, you know, I've been putting things before you. Mm. And I think it's a good visual reminder that, you know, he's given us everything. Yeah, that's awesome. And and one of the things that you've also done, your creativeness is... (laughs) create some stickers that have the idol, the capital I being Jesus, is greater than the little I of idol, Mm -hmm. which could be the sporting events or anything we put in front of him. So that's pretty cool, using your creativity and sharing Jesus all at the same time. Big shout out to Paige Getterman on that page. We are getting close to the end of our time together. Crazy. I know. It flies when we're having fun, right? Always does. And quite frankly, you're natural at this, I'm just saying. As are you. You have a great radio voice. We have a fun thing that we always 
end the podcast with. Oh, I'm pumped. You're pumped? I am pumped. Let's do it. It's called The Finishing Five. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. You ready? I was born ready. I know you were. What's your favorite food? <laughs> Chicken. Chicken. Favorite amusement ride? <sighs> Screaming Eagle. Screaming Eagle. What's your favorite sports team? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Red Kingdom. Super Bowl champs, baby. Super Bowl champs. How about those Chiefs? <laughs> Who inspires you as a young Christian lady? Sadie Robertson. Sadie Robertson. Awesome. <laughs> what book are you reading right now? Forgiving What You Can't Forget by Lisa Turkhurst. Wow. See, the finishing five. That was fun. Just that was. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I had to think a little bit on one of them, that's but right. that's okay. Paige, I want to say that uh, I know that you and <clears throat> me and your mother, who we are celebrating 30 years coming up here very soon uh, of yes. marriage, we are so proud of you. Aww. We're so thankful for the young lady that you have become and that you are becoming. And I cannot say how proud I am of your heart. You're a beautiful person on the outside. You're a beautiful person on the inside. Aww. And it shows your heart is that way. And it has been an honor to be able to sit here and see my daughter across the table from me as we have our podcast here. And Paige, the sky's the limit. <laughs> Go keep reaching for Jesus, and he will continue to be in your heart and know that I love you dearly. Oh, well, I love you too, and your words are very kind and mean a lot to me. We believe that God made you for a purpose and gave you a dream and a legacy to leave behind. To reach that purpose, lock arms with other men on the same quest. Visit ministrytomen.net to find out how. We are Ministry to Men, real men in the real world.